0: Well, 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 it's back again. I'm Father Tom from St. Teresa in Bellevue in another episode, I think episode number six, I believe. I can't keep track of all the time. And it's uh, behind the curtain. We take a little inside look at the church, what makes it tick, what goes on, what, you know, the the runnings of a church and also those who make it happen. And once again, I'm joined by the prophet, Father Patrick O'Doherty, who is the pastor up at Queen of Peace Church La Lacalala who just celebrated fifty years of priesthood, so it comes with a you know many years of experience and um well, we were just chatting you you threw that
1: quote out to me um, yeah yeah what was that quote it was uh, it was um a quote from, I believe, the 12th century. Wow. Like, I might be wrong now. What's a couple of hundred years before her friends? But <laughs> she was an anchorite. She lived in a lean-to attached to the Cathedral of Norwich in England. And she had what they call six shooings or six showings of Christ. And in the last of them, Jesus spoke to her from the cross. And Julian said to to, um, to the Lord, uh, why is there suffering? Mm-hmm. Why is there sin? Wow. And the Lord said, "Suffering is necessary. Sin is necessary. But all shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well." Mm. Now, can I take half a minute to put in the background to it? Yeah, you know, just yeah. If if you don't mind, just one moment. So. She was
0: an anchorite.
1: Yes. Which is, a, what is exactly an anchorite? She lived in a lean-to attached to a building and had uh-huh. a little confession window type of thing there if people could come and talk to her. But she was a, a hermit attached a hermit. to the church. So she lived alone, lived by alone. herself.
0: By herself. And basically spent, I guess, days primarily in prayer, I guess. Prayer and with of, God, and, right?
1: And, and confronting Jesus and he, uh, her. Wow. And this was in the 12th century. Approximately. M- yeah. m- okay. I'm guessing, you know.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so fill in the uh, the little background then, That please. I know of,
1: it was the height of the of the Black Plague. They say oh, up boy. to fifty million people died uh, in Europe at that time. How many? Fifty million.
0: Fifty million, million. died wow. uh, in this plague. And now, then hold on with that. I just got. I got to just wrap my my mind around that because I don't even know what the population of Europe would have been at that time. That's a. a you know, it's not as large as it would be today, so that's a very significant, I mean... It right? is, it is. 25%, the, who knows, I mean, 50% yeah. of the population, I mean, it's, wow, Main, mainland Europe, 15 mainland, million yes. died. Yes. And, so we, you know, we deal with the COVID virus, but it doesn't come close to that. Right,
1: right. Anyway, right. so, uh, yeah, continue, though, I just... And 50 million. It, it was a time of the, the Black Plague, like, mm-hmm. for instance, they used to get... Uh, rosetta type of sores on their faces uh, one of the signs that you had the plague was sneezing somebody sneezed and people used said well, <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, well god bless you thank say. you yeah. oh really well it comes from that time as as is animals. that where it started yes god bless you because you were going to be dead that day for instance the priest who anointed people in the morning time was often buried with them in a mass grave in the evening time and the carts went through the villages every evening bring out your dead bring out your dead and this is lovely. The children used to play in the streets because children grew up with sure. this. Right. And they used to play that song, Ring Around the Rosies. I know that
0: one as a child. My
1: mother they, taught me in a little... Ring Around kids. the Rosies. Yeah. The rosies were Rosetta-type sores on your face. Oh, boy. Ring Around the Rosies, pocket full of posies. Mm-hmm. They used to keep posies in their pockets thinking that the, the flowers kept away the plague or to keep down the smell. Ring around the rosies, pocket full of the roses, ashes, ashes, we all fall down. And the children would all fall down in the streets together. And they were mimicking wow. what was going on Can you imagine that? in the towns and cities. So they made a game almost, a little child, That's r- what childish children do. rhyme. That's what children right?
0: do. A childish rhyme yeah. of something so I mean, <laughs> severe, so, wow, morbid. I mean, you think, and, and, and that they were so used to death. It, to up, them it was right? normal. That's how people. That's
1: that's, that's where the world what life lives, was. Right? Yeah. That, yeah. That's all
0: they knew. Yeah. Yes. Imagine that, huh? You yeah. So if you was if you were sneezing, it meant you, you were probably finished. gonna die. You that was it.
1: God bless you. You know.
0: God bless you. Yeah. Imagine how you would feel if you didn't sneeze before, and all of a sudden you started sneezing. and You think, oh my gosh, that's oh it. My gosh, huh? yes. this
1: is it. I'm dying. Yes. I'm gone. And you wonder why we're sneezing today either, because wow. there's no great sign of anything other wow, than the huh? fact that we sneeze. Maybe it's a residue from
0: wow, huh?
1: Our genetics. But but even struck me even more
0: as you were saying, you know, sharing that those experiences, is that the priest would go anoint those who were sick. Yes. And in doing so, yes, they were putting they knew they were putting themselves in harm's way, and Couldn't. a very
1: very good chance that they would die as well and buried in a mass grave. They would die as well. Yes. Bring out your dead. Bring out your mm-hmm. dead from every house. Sometimes. Wow.
0: It, it's just, I mean, the,
1: the self-sacrifice
0: of those priests.
1: Yes, yes. The martyrs. Yes. In a way, I mean, they yes. were going to die.
0: Yes. Uh, that's different than we do, That we think today. Yes.
1: yes, although we have a modern contemporary example of it in Damien of Molokai. Mm-hmm. You know, he lived with the lepers. That's right.
0: hmm And he finally contracted, contracted it, and so yeah. he... You know, I remember he said the first time we realized it back in his psalm, he said, We lepers. We
1: lepers, right? Not my dear brother. My dear brother says, we we lepers. lepers.
0: At least that took, I guess, years for him to contract it. And and it wasn't a definitive thing, perhaps. I mean, a very good chance. But this, wow. And now today, I mean, we deal with the COVID virus. And um, we, uh, the priest, basically, we put up, (laughs) you know, the shop's closed. Well, no, to an extent, yeah. I mean, in a way, I mean, we weren't yeah. going to put ourselves in harm's way, which yeah. to me also makes, I mean, uh, you know, I admire their, their heroic heroism in their acts, but yet at the same time i thinking is that, I bet I hope you have a lot of priests because they're going to be dying like flies yeah. if you keep doing this, huh? Right, indeed. I mean, you indeed. know, it's, it's, it's great, I am admirable, but at the same time you know listen I'll pray for you I, I just don't know if that's but I guess different mentality and they were ready to die and just be I, I just I, uh, imagine you go to anoint somebody and the back of your mind is I have a I'm probably going to die with them
1: yeah it's crossed my mind I've had to anoint a few uh, or be around a few COVID patients who uh-huh. are in extremis who are about to die mm-hmm. And it did cross my mind yeah. is that right? oh, sure. oh that sure so during this time that yeah, you yeah. during this time yeah yeah. that I may die.
0: Well, you got 50 years in, so
1: what the heck? Uh, that, <laughs> and and you know, I, would, I would have been afraid not to go to see the dying. Is that right? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. That's yes.
0: interesting, though. Mm. But the, let's go back to that quote But when she spoke to Jesus. She asked that question that we all ask today, which is, you know, why people are losing faith, why atheism is on the rise. The number one reason they really... Hold against the disbelief of God is suffering. Yeah, you know why do innocent suffer? Right. And there's never really a suitable answer for that. I don't think we have a really a suitable answer that would satisfy people. <coughs> you know, this is not heaven. This is earth. And I mean, you know, and in the next, you know, with the next life with the Lord, it would all make sense and not a worry. But he, he said that suffering is
1: necessary. It's necessary. And then you said, then sin is necessary. And all shall be well. Yeah, all shall be well. And all shall be well, so, and all manner of things shall be well. So if a sin is necessary,
0: then I should sin, because it's necessary. It, it, <laughs> it means that it's needed, almost. <laughs> no? I mean, I don't want to disappoint. I mean, if someone hears this, well, well <laughs> it sort of gives me an excuse. Well, you know, I sin, but, you know, it's necessary. Well, put it back in context. Let's uh, put it back in context, yeah, then. the necessary Please.
1: sin of Adam. Is that right? Right. Yeah. Because the, the sin of Adam brought about... Brought the, the second Adam, sure, who Jesus. Was Jesus, right, right, right. And, and Jesus Himself used the word necessary on the road to Emmaus. Remember the two disciples on mm-hmm. the road to Emmaus, yes. and they were walking along, brokenhearted about right. about Jesus was dead, mm-hmm. and then Jesus Himself showed up and okay. started walking with uh-huh. them, and they didn't recognize Him.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. What do we look like? And he says, yeah.
1: "He says to them, What are you talking about as you walk along and yeah. are so sad.'" And he said, quoting Joe Biden, he said, for God's sake, man, are you, are you the only person who doesn't know? Come on, man. Well, come on, man. Are You're you the only person who doesn't know what has yeah, happened there. Yeah, 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 and yeah, Jesus yeah. feigned ignorance. He said, what happened? What yeah, happened? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, right. And they said, oh, oh, all about Jesus yeah. and how he was a prophet, mighty right, in right, word, right, right, and, right. and how our chief priests handed him over to be crucified. And some women, some women said he was risen from the dead. And then watch what Jesus said to them. Mm-hmm. He said to them, You foolish men, was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer and okay. so enter into his glory? There it right. is again.
0: Okay, I see that for Jesus and I can understand that for Jesus that he died for our sins. Okay. But when you, when, just hearing that quote, not knowing the full context, suffering is necessary. I can probably accept that at some level, you know, making up a the, you know, lacking the sufferings of Christ, as we say, suffering a way to offer for our sins, penance, all right? But what does he mean when he's... He wasn't talking about Jesus. He, sin is necessary. Not just Adam's sin, am I right? I mean, all mankind's sin, all... Every, that's necessary? Well, Or I, just Adam, you know? I mean, Adam's sin, okay, that brought the Savior. But you say sin is necessary, speaking to an individual. I take it as, oh, all our sins, you know, of the world is necessary. Or oh, no... Uh, well, I don't know.
1: You, you, I, I don't know either. I mean, okay. we, we hear Jesus saying, you know, a man had a hundred sheep, and, and right. he goes after the last sheep. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, Dismas on the cross. Uh, today you'll be with me in paradise. Um, sin, sin brings somehow or other, sin brings us to to, uh, to Jesus, if we let it. If we let it, yeah. Right? Or you can keep sinning, yeah. Yeah, I
0: mean, right. you, you don't have to turn to the Lord. You can just right. go your own way. Right. But if sin humbles you... Right. You know, have a contrite heart. You repent. You turn... And make sure you turn to right. God. You know, it's... A, it's It it's could be a blessing. Even if you continue in sin. Not, delib- not deliberately, of mm-hmm. course. But, mm-hmm. you know, weakness is what it is. So even I find myself... How much as I promise and pledge... You know, never <laughs> yeah. again. This is it. And yet... I fall and I fall. God understands, as yes. as I seek his forgiveness.
1: Yeah, how many times must I forgive my brother as much as seven times? And right. Jesus said, as much as 70 times mm-hmm. seven. Mm-hmm. And Jesus has to keep his own rules then. If I uh, go to him 70 times seven every day for forgiveness, mm-hmm. he'll forgive me. Right, right. But it's, uh, oh my. I always feel guilty when I sin, you know. It does yes. bring me to Jesus immediately because... Right. Like if I walk out to my mother's house and there was a picture of the Sacred Heart on the wall, mm-hmm. and and I was in a state of sin, I I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't look, want to look at the picture. Look the other way, huh? don't mm-hmm. look at me. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear but you. but it made me it made me rush and go and show myself to the priest.
0: Mm. Hmm. Years ago, you shared something with me that you were praying for an individual. And you heard God's voice speak to you. Do you remember that? Maybe another, may help you. Um, you were praying for somebody and you were t- trying to convince God to, I don't know, to heal him or something. And he says, For God's sakes, I love him more than.
1: Oh, yes. yes, yeah, you, yes can you repeat
0: that again? I can. Well, I thank can. you. I remember
1: that's. The, the you say better than I can. The man's name was Harry. Harry, okay. And, I went to see him in the hospital mm-hmm. he was pretty much in, in, in bad shape but he right. was able to talk and um, you know he was kind of crying out in his suffering mm-hmm. and so I came home that evening after seeing Harry and I sat before Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament mm-hmm. and I said I don't know why I said it this way I said for God's sake Imagine saying that to God. He told us to God. In, yeah. the, in the chapel or where in were you? In the chapel. Adoration chapel? Yes, right here. Okay. Uh, for God's sake, yeah. can't, you, can't you hear the man? Can't you heal him? For God's yeah. sake, can't you hear him? And and just in my head, just I heard, right. uh, for God's sake, I'm much more interested in Harry than you'll ever be. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Huh? I, as if I was telling him that, yeah. that, about Harry that he didn't know about it. Yeah. yeah. But the point was, I am much more interested in Harry
0: than you will ever
1: Never be. be.
0: Uh, you know, I couldn't give you the exact wording, but that is really, I apply that to so much more, you know, the God's mercy, you know, God's love for me, you know, that, you know. At my church where I use an example, we talk about forgiveness, dead man walking, Sister Prejean made it into a movie. and though the movie was ma- focusing on her care for those who were, you know, with death sentences. What always stuck out of my mind in those, that movie, um, Sean Penn was the one who committed the crime. They also had showed his mother, you know, and you see the mother's brokenness, but she too was with her son, even when he was put to death, and you see that she would not abandon her son. That's still my boy, you know? And she probably knew that he was guilty, that he, you know, did a horrendous act, but she couldn't stop, you know, that's my son. I still love him. And she would not leave him. And that always struck me even more than Sister Prejean. And So and, so I just apply that to God mm-hmm. the same way. Mm-hmm. If a mother will not reject her child, mm-hmm. and then you think about Harry, what, Harry, what God told you about Harry, mm-hmm. he would say to the mother that, mm-hmm. you know, I love your son even much more
1: than you do. Than you do. Yes. Right?
0: Absolutely. As much as you love your son, and I, you know, I love him. You don't even know how much I care for love him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's how I, when I you know I think about that and and so you talk know, about you know death and facing God the final judgment. It, it gives me confidence or hope or comfort. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that God's mercy, and God's love. If you mm-hmm. just turn to it, hmm? you yes. just turn to God's love. I yes. mean, he, he loves us more. You know, He loves us more than we ever you know can imagine. Anyway. So, mm. so sin is necessary, yeah. but we try not to sin, of course. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But the goal in the life, you know, it's being about the goal of you know. Of course, we try to we we, we are to avoid sin, but sometimes it, we can get so preoccupied we're not sinning, that we forget also, it's supposed to love others, you know, mm-hmm. you know, going mm-hmm. out of yourself, it's not just me being rigid, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I feel good, I, I go to confession every day, I don't have sin, that's not the, right. you know what right. I mean, right. but some people have got caught up in that, and they mm-hmm. feel good about themselves, because they didn't sin, or when they did, they run to confession, you know, mm-hmm. meanwhile, you're, you're, you're what are you doing to help others, and the, mm-hmm. you know, the, mm-hmm. right, I mean, the acts of, that, that's what counts, I mean, you know, hey, it's not simply you avoiding sin, as good as that is, you know, it's the loving and caring for others hmm well anyway that's interesting i'm going to ponder that more sin is necessary suffering is necessary we don't like you know speaking about that this i came across i'm going to use it in my homily this coming weekend i never made the spiritual exercises have you but no. no no okay so I had a little excerpt excerpt of it i think the, from the you know there's a four-week retreat the long intense, and, and um and the, one, the quote was from Saint Ignatius, the founder of the Jesuits, and um, you know, our main job is like the catechism catechism "And oh, love, serve God in this world." That's what the goal is. So he had this thing called indifference, detachment. Whether I'm rich or poor, in sickness or health, whether I live a short life or a long life, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The main thing that I, you know, that I'm to love God, no matter what he, you know, where he puts me and places mm-hmm. me, you know. Not that I want to, you know. It's sort of a challenging thing. Who wants to be sick? I don't want to be sick. Mm, You know, I can't mm. really admit and say I want that. Or I don't want to be poor. I like a long life. Mm -hmm. But if this is what God asks of me, then then I will live that way. Mm. You know? And so, you know, I've been at St. Teresa for two years now. People still ask me, not as much as when I first arrived. People from my old parish or even parishes before. Well, do you like it there? Are you happy there? You know? And I began reflecting. So, what, what will my happiness depend on? That people are nice to me, that I have a nice rectory, mm, hmm, mm. that I don't, that, you know, the money, there's no financial problems, whatever, there's, there's enough money to, you know. I mean, all those things we appreciate. But I try to tell myself, when I, whatever church I go to, there's still the tabernacle,
1: mm-hmm,
0: right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That Jesus is there. Mm-hmm. And that's, so it's not based. Hmm? whether things go the way I like, or it's, you know, my happiness, my contentment, like Paul says, you know, I can be content in abundance and, and, you know, limitations, is you know, your relationship with God, and that, and that's so much, no matter where you go, what happens in your life, it's always there,
1: mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not
0: dependent upon external circumstances, and too often I make it on that, anyway, I'm rambling on that, but since it's on my mind, I get ready for Sunday, mm. and that really struck me this whole week, you know, what does my happiness lie in, hmm? Know, is it dependent upon things going the way I like it, and that's what a lot of people
1: think't
0: hmm? mm-hmm. that's, that's what a lot of people think that they have, they have to have this to be happy I don't want to be sick, you know like, oh, I like long that, but whatever God wants, I will love him even love them in poverty, love him in sickness, love him whatever anyway hey um you know you're you in a church where unfortunately you had that little fire bombing, I guess you'll call it and Maybe people may like to know. Remember, he's a squinted piece in Old Cali. You can still check it out, probably online. Google it if you haven't heard about it. Some months ago, what month did it happen? Back no. in July, was it? Was well, June? It was. That goes so fast.
1: It was the end of. Le- it was in the middle of Lent. The second. The second. It was before uh, Easter. It was. My gosh. Yeah, it was the second. That, that early? I mean, I, I thought it was like in July or something. I think so. I think
0: Whatever. So. so anyway, um, the fellow, you know, did started a fire, and so. Um, can you give us an update, where are we now? This is, uh, you know, getting close to the middle of October. The church ready to open? Is it the, uh, where are we at with your <laughs> church?
1: <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're still a long way from opening. It's, oh, wow. um, um, I'd say that they're talking now about December, that we will be able to go into uh-huh. the main body of the church yes, through you. the side door, Yeah, and the vestibule won't be ready until uh, probably February. Wow. And yeah. maybe March. Wow. Wow. Huh?
0: Yeah. Now, even more importantly, I, I, I commented way back then, whenever it was, March, April, Lent, how well you t- accepted it. I mean, you didn't seem ruffled at all. You were at peace, and you know, yeah. life went on, and we would say mass in the hall, and we'll do right. what we do. Now, this is months now, and I'm just wondering sometimes, okay, it's it's getting wearing on me do you feel that at all are you still maintaining that composure and peace and sort of an acceptance or
1: i i truthfully truthfully yeah, right, uh, yeah. i am i am wow. uh-huh. um i am but i'm at peace inside myself i become um, more passive as as i get older mm-hmm. i look at um, isaiah the prophet 600 years before Christ said wow. he will be led like a lamb to the slaughter mm-hmm. like his sheep before his shearers he will be silent not opening his mouth I've kind of gotten that way myself um, I, I feel that I am being uh, I, I'm daily the daily following after Christ the daily living as a parish priest at Queen of Peace accepting all the demands of the office. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more passive. I'm wow. It's, it's, which is a good thing. Yeah. Would you say so? I would. Even doing this with you here, yeah. you know, um, uh-huh. when you say, can we make a night pie? I say, yes. I don't even think about oh, it. Oh, I appreciate that. Because yeah. we say the word passive, it almost has a negative connotation.
0: It, it you know might, what I mean? Yeah. When you say, well, oh, I'm just passive, I just... You know, I, I have no fight in me. I just, yeah. you know, but that's not really what you're saying, though. No, no, you know you're, what I mean.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm uh, doing what's demanded of me right. day by day. Mm-hmm. I worked in a slaughterhouse when I was uh, about sixteen or seventeen. What's a slaughterhouse? S- slaughtering sheep, sheep and cattle. They were alive. Yeah, of course, they were alive. You had to slaughter them. They Why? But be, maybe no. I meant you.
0: That process, you were the one who actually had a, a I was in their yes, life.
1: Yes, I was working with the butcher. Okay, okay, thank so you. I would week after week right. lead sheep into the slaughter. Uh-huh. You just catch them by the wood under their neck, mm-hmm. and you bring them into the slaughter slaughterhouse. Yes. He would put a gun called a humane killer. To its head it fired out a bolt oh, gosh. and it knocked the animal completely and totally unconscious okay and then he would immediately okay. cut right. its throat all right okay okay, okay. 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 i'm not good yeah, on that her. stuff all well, right go ahead it's important <laughs> because i tell you all why right. it's important tell me why go okay. ahead one day uh, i was leading a ram to the slaughter fine horns on its head and again it was quite passive as i was mm-hmm. leading it to the right. slaughter and then we get into the slaughterhouse the the butcher put the Mm -hmm. gun to the middle of its head okay all right pull the trigger all right all right the animal didn't fall to the ground oh boy something happened Mm -hmm. and it's it stood there not a sound okay nothing and um and then okay i'll skip the rest thank you but what struck me as i went on in my own life that Mm -hmm. the prophecy about jesus was that he would be led like a lamb and to the, the slaughter, slaughter. Right. like a sheep before his shears, He was silent, okay. and that ram stood there and just looked at us. Wow, not a sound. You remember that from this is sixty years later? Yes, I remember and, that and that's still. the way I'm living my life, kind of thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm more accepting. Wow, remember? Remember Jesus said to Peter one time. He said, "When you were a young man, you did as you pleased. Mm-hmm. You know, you tied yes. your belt around your waist. Uh-huh. But the time is coming where Another will lead you. Mm-hmm. They will tie the belt around your waist and lead you where you would not go. Wow! And then Peter was crucified upside down in the city mm-hmm. of Rome. Uh huh. That's where I'm kind of stuck nowadays. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Because it's uh, you know I sort of de- detect that in you because you know it's pretty incredible in the beginning, but maybe such a I don't know such a uh, eye-catching incident we get caught up in the whole thing and maybe doesn't really you know disturb us as much then because we're in the focal point, people are seeing us, and so we kind of, you know, but when things go on week after week, month after month, and I'm sure they gave you different dates, we'll be open, and it's always no, now it's going to be November, now it's going to be Christmas, that's when frustration a lot people start getting annoyed, alright, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Oh, come on now. and then we get a little, you know, mm-hmm. hey, mm-hmm. but you, you, you're able to keep that peace. I mean that you know, I mean, what else? I mean, in the in sense, you getting angry, upset is not going to change anything, right? In right. a way, so you accept right. it in peace, and you're still working quite hard. Masters in the hall.
1: Masters in the now. Hall.
0: How about the practitioners? Have they, they getting? Uh, Getting to them now, are they like asking, "Hey, Father, when you gonna open?" Co-? You know, do they? Cause they That, do, can, that but can get annoying
1: too. Yeah, they do, but not in any aggressive way. Not aggressive way. I, I okay. think if, if I think if you, uh, me as the priest, being calm. That's right. the, the people are calm. You know, that's I, true. I'm the shepherd. I care that's about right. them that's right. deeply. You yeah. know, you're right. The pastor yeah. sets. The tone, the tone. He, does.
0: You know, he, he does, whether you're conscious of it or not. Right. How you right. react, how you see things, it's just, it's in the the air you breathe. It's, right. It's your culture.
1: Yes. This
0: is yes. the culture of the parish. So good. So there, you know, I've, I have attended mass a few times in the hall, and still admire the devotion.
1: Right. right. Still
0: admire the devotion you have, and of course, it's a lot smaller than I mean, compared right. to your church and your right. chapel. Probably feel like a wonderful thing. It's actually very intimate. I, I, I they, do love that. Do mass. you like it? Yeah. Okay. The closeness. You like that, huh? Yeah. Well, your chapel was fairly close, too. The church, I mean, huge, but your chapel, the back chapel there. Yeah,
1: that was close as well. Right? But there's something very different. Evil, huh? Because that. okay. well, that's where we began. That's where we um, began. In 87. 87. Yeah. In the last century. 33 years ago, huh? Yes.
0: 33 years ago. Yes,
1: 33. I was
0: priest four years that by 87. So they're doing well, and let me ask you this: In December, would you wait until Christmas to open, or are you open before Christmas? Let's say it's ready on December twelfth.
1: Well, then as soon as they say it's ready, we. We'll you going to it. open, okay? Yeah.
0: All right. I know some people want to wait, but it'd probably be better to before Christmas to get the any kinks, you know? Yeah. But it'd be nice to be back. It'd be nice to have Christmas in there.
1: Yeah, and and for the sake of, uh, there are people who come to mass. Once a year or twice a year, and uh, I don't resent them coming to mass. Not at but, all. Uh, They're there. Oh, sure. Uh, and
0: uh, now, as you mentioned. I know some priests get a little annoyed. They get. Yeah. I am grateful that when they think of going to church, they they think of us. Yes. You know what I mean? I yes. mean, whatever moves them at that, whatever holiday it is, whatever yes. feast day it is, because if they didn't think of us, we would miss them. All right. Yeah. Yes. If Christmas was like any other any other Sunday. Right. Part of Christmas is the crowd, the the energy and the enthusiasm, people coming back. Exactly. Anyway, that's a different topic. But I remember somebody's actually telling people, you know, my gosh, you should be happy that when they think of church, at least they think of you. You want want them going someplace else? (laughs) Would you feel better about that? They went down to the mega church down the street, now you're happy? (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. Is that what you want? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? And you never know what may strike them. But anyway, that's Christmas. Actually, not all that far away Christmas. We already... I said we had a meeting discussing Christmas and trying to get ready for it, but first things first. I mean, before we get to Christmas, though, I, I like the month of October. Yes. It's my, I, you know, I used to be a, especially when I grew up in North, April, May were my probably my favorite months. Mm-hmm. Easter, springtime, daylight savings time, summer's coming. Mm-hmm. It was all this sort of thing. And end of the school year was coming. And Even the church calendar was first communions. Went. It was always a nice, beautiful mm-hmm. time, May. Mm-hmm. And so, but now I'm uh, changing. It's, I, I like the months of October and November now. Mm. Cooler weather, seemingly the hurricane season is over. October, one of our favorite activities, the priest retreat that we have during October. Mm. It was a good time. I know you look forward to to it as well. But I love the saints in October. Mm. It's like a who's who almost in the Catholic calendar. Mm. And I like saints, I do know, I like following them. And mm. uh, you know, I'm from St. Teresa Parish and the, uh, Starting off is Saint Therese, October first. That's right, huh? That's right. Yeah, you know that. In fact, I said, "Wow!" Right there alone. Mm -hmm. And then next day, you have Guardian Angels, Mm -hmm. which is a nice feast day. Mm You know, if nothing else, it reminds us of you know childlike faith. You know, childlikeness. Mm -hmm. You know, be a child, simple Mm -hmm. simplicity. Then two days later, Francis of Assisi. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is the. Probably the most popular saint for sure, I would think. Mm-hmm. Not just among Catholics, Christians, but even non Christians. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is the one, and people love Francis. Mm-hmm. So, right there, the Blessing Animals, then October 6th, that was not a big one, but it's St. Bruno, the Cistercian monks. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing a little video about that. It was quite astounding living that lifestyle. October 7th, Holy Rosary, mm-hmm. the Feast mm-hmm. of the Holy Road, you know. Like. So, right there, that first week, if he had nothing else for the rest of the month, you're good right there right there you can't you know that is wow mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. but it's it's it continues the 11th you have a Lady of Lords and the saints you have St. Teresa of Avila you have St. Luke mm-hmm. Pope John the 23rd mm-hmm. even St. Faustina mm-hmm. St. Jude
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: you know and a lot of people like St. Jude because uh, he probably gets more prayers than anybody devotions and novenas right
1: mm-hmm.
0: I know so anyway so I, I look forward to October I love the saints mm-hmm. I love this month it's, uh, and there's others as well, St. Ignatius, but I mean, some is not as pop as, as known, but it's a wonderful, wonderful month. It makes it easier having to preach on the weekday. Yes, it does. You know what yes, I mean? It does. Yeah. I mean, it, it gives something to preach about. Mm. Did I lose that again? Anyway, I think I lost that out here. I think I did it again. But anyway, um, so that's the month I like
1: best. Do you have any... Um,
0: Favourite saints in October, by chance? I uh,
1: One of my favourites. I'm a bit of a fickle lover, you know. Um, oh, fickle lover. I loved, lover, eh? I loved uh, Therese, but I've switched in recent years to Blessed Elizabeth of the Trinity, also a Carmelite, you know. Oh, wow. Uh, Therese fascinated me. Right. She, um, at the age of, she made her first Holy Communion at the age of 11, Thérèse did. Thérèse did, which um, was young. Which well, maybe. The, oh no, the Jansenists were dying oh, out by at then. That time. Okay. Um, but she she adopted a death row criminal named mm. Pranzini.
0: hmm
1: He had killed, as far as I know, three French society women. hmm Like like we had O.J. Simpson here. Right. Right. Know? And the French press was 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 glorifying Pranzini. He was headlines in the newspapers and. And they got a particular joy out of the fact that Pranzini rejected the Catholic priest. Mm-hmm. Uh, no confessions, no nothing. But this little girl, Therese of adopted Pranzini in her prayers. Is that right? She prayed in season and out of season for Pranzini and did sacrifices that, right? for him. Mm-hmm. So it came, to, it came to the day when the guillotine was coming down. Um, Pranzini was marched to the guillotine. The priest was up on the stand of the guillotine as well, mm-hmm. uh, rejecting the priest all the time, Right. and then uh, Pranzini put his head on the block, and seconds before the blade came down, he, he got up, he, he grabbed the crucifix out of the priest's belt and kissed it three times, three times, mm-hmm. and Therese said, I got my first soul into heaven. Imagine, yeah, beautiful. She was so great, sure. uh, and we all can do that. We can pray for, uh, especially the Fatima prayer, we can always pray for sinners. The, the Fatima prayer, remind us what it is again? Oh, my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us in the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. Oh. We can pray for the whole world every day, mm-hmm. everybody, by using the Fatima prayer.
0: Amen. Speaking of Fatima... Did you see the, the recent movie that came out by any I did. Chance? I oh, you did. did. I did. <laughs> how, did I how did you see it?
1: One of the parishioners had it, and I watched it. It was uh, with them, you know, it was oh, lovely. Did they have the DVD,
0: or they had it online or something? Do you English, Who knows?
1: Oh, well, no, it was yeah, on
0: the But you went there on the, on TV, the TV screen, TV, yeah. But, yeah. Did you like it? I was very impressed. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. I found it. So you recommend
1: it? I do, without reserve. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, we showed it at my parish on uh, actually Labor Day. Mm. And the and the day and the following day Tuesday morning, um, we had, because we had this license, and we were able to show it. Of course, it's twenty dollars to rent, but you know, for an individual, that's a little costly. But for the whole church, and we had these nice screens. Wonderful. Uh, I didn't watch it
1: though.
0: Mm. <laughs> I couldn't watch it. What happened was uh, initially the sound wasn't. You know, we had tweaked the sound. People get a little restful, restless and upset, and I take everything personally. Oh my God, the sound! And I feel responsible. I can't. I have to get out because mm-hmm. there's nothing I can do about it. Mm-hmm. So I feel responsible. So I couldn't. And I couldn't sit. I get restless. I'm, 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 I'm hoping that people like it. Mm-hmm. You know, although I, I have, I feel that. You know, mm-hmm. they get, hope they can, hope they can hear, hope they enjoy this movie. I, I, it's, I, it's, it's, it just becomes a pressure. <laughs> it really you, does. You're so vain. You think it's about you no I'm the pastor and it has to work if it doesn't work I'm in trouble
1: yeah I understand you know
0: what I mean understand. I feel like oh my god I they
1: blame you they blame you hey,
0: look at, they look they turn around look at you like yeah. come on do yeah, something but they turn around and look for you and you're gone yeah but it, no I left when it was working it was, okay I, yeah no I was like I, I, okay I gotta go but still I would still look around I, no Good. so I went to the office and didn't, I worked on labor day in the office I just like, it was quiet got things done but yeah uh, so I don't know if I'll see it again but that's what happened and that's, I have a hard time sitting, watching movies, like in, a, in the te- in a house. Mm, mm. If I go to theater, I'm good. Because mm, mm. everything is blocked out, focused. Mm. You know, I, nothing reminds me of that. But if I sit in my home, I, uh, I get, no, can't do it. Mm. It's hard for me to do it. Oh, well, I have to watch like in piecemeal. Ten mm. minutes one day, next day, pick it up again, pick it up again. But anyway, Phantom. anyway, October 11th. Oh, that's uh, this Sunday is the anniversary of uh, Fatima then. Mm-hmm. October 11th, that's right. That's when the sun danced and the, the sky sun. and the dry mm-hmm. and the rain, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we've lost our two feast days because France was on October, on a Sunday, and now Fatima as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a great day, so we pray for that. Have you been to Fatima?
1: No. No, oh, no, huh? It's ironic that Fatima is the name of Muhammad's daughter. Isn't yes. that interesting? Yes, it is. Yeah. I've been to Fatima. Mm-hmm. And compared to Lourdes, it's very low-key. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: nothing like a glamorous, but it's, you know... Mm-hmm. Very, uh, my mother was there, we went We took a group, and what, what she liked was the pilgrims, she found them much more, even more simple simple, simple faces, and mind about her grandmother, a mm. lot of them dressed in their black dresses and skirts, and mm. on their knees, mm. you know, walking in a long black top, but anyway, so family. So, oh my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save, save us from the fires of hell, lead, lead all, all souls, souls into to heaven, heaven, especially, especially those who most, most
1: need thy mercy. Yeah. We do that devotion. I'm sure you do that here. Yes, and Devote. you're praying for what God wants, too, yeah. what God yeah. wants. Blessed is the man who wants what God wants. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And praying that prayer, you are certainly blessed because mm-hmm. uh, you're praying for what God wants.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is amazing when you think about it, that God wants everybody in heaven, everybody. He does. Like my cousin, Adolf Hitler, Mussolini. <laughs> Anybody, uh, Genghis right? Khan. Yeah, why wouldn't he, right? Jack the Ripper jack the ripper too huh yeah wow well the first one into heaven with jesus was a death row criminal that's true Dismas. that's right yeah. that's right uh-huh
0: and so that you know we can discuss about who's in hell who if people go to hell but that's another discussion but yeah. god is merciful so the key is throw yourself at god's mercy right no matter what you don't throw
1: yourself depending on on, yeah. on christ well damnation is a choice that's what i believe down. I believe well, that. It says so in the Gospel. I believe so. It says, God so loved the world, that passage. And then he says, judgment has already been passed on this world that the light came into the world, but men preferred the darkness because their deeds were evil. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you condemn yourself by going to the polls and yeah. voting as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, ooh. Okay, No okay. Don't to that. We're not going there today. <laughs> <laughs> you and Father James Altman, all right. Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much. It's been interesting. And uh, we'll do this again, of course. And actually, we're going to have a little dinner together and to talk more over dinner. Amen. It'd be great if we do a podcast at dinner, but the waiters and make the clashing, the silverware make too much noise. But anyway, mm. so everybody, God bless you all. Enjoy this beautiful month of October. And remember to pray. For all people, they receive God's mercy, especially ourselves. We're all in need of God's mercy. Bless you all, keep you in His grace, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.